Good morning. As I posted on the group, and as we discussed uh, last week, and uh, I'm going to be going through different sugyas, different so-called themes in Chassidus. Since you're learning individual Maimarim, each one of you, whatever, you're Mokim Shalibi Chafetz. And I know that Yeshiva, in general, Shurim weren't really given in the central themes. It was more like you had to figure it out yourself. And uh, when you bring together all the different Maimarim, so first of all, you see the Chiddush, that Chassidus Chabad, starting from the Alter Rebbe, contributes. And secondly, it's more opportunity to understand many different angles of the subject matter. Now, though, though there were Tainus when Encyclopedia Tamudis was first created, and then Sefer Echim, that uh, people are going to start stop learning my modem because they're going to just look in the encyclopedias. So the Rebbe said by Fabreng a number of times that Adrab So these indexes or mafteches, and the Rebbe himself made many mafteches, makes it easier to find the subject, but then you can use your extra time to go deeper into the sugis. So obviously they're not meant to replace learning siddhis, but still it puts things into context. So the best place to begin is uh, with one of the most fundamental and uh, you say this subjects, and that is the Indian, the Musig of Oyer, or more specifically, Eirein Sof. Now, of course, I was thinking first to begin with Atmus, which is everyone's favorite topic, but I think it's much better to understand it through the context of Oyer. And it's always good to begin with a Klotzkasha. How many my modern talk about air? There's no mimer that doesn't mention air somewhere. Whether it's air in self symptom or lachrat symptom, or the air in in ak or akudim or nakudim or vrudim or atzilus briyitzirasiya eris and kalim. So you have to step back for a moment. The question that maybe maybe you did ask, maybe you never asked. What is this union of air? What is this exactly? The abish does not muchrich in anything. So if he created Eir, that means there has to be a reason for it. It has to serve a role. It's not there because it has to be there. So what role does it serve? And so to speak, you could ask the question of Fakert. If Eir didn't exist, what would the life look like? What would our existence look like? Would it make a difference to anyone here? If, if you'd never heard of the concept of Eir... So these are questions that usually are not asked in, uh, in our regular shiurim, either for the reason that it's assumed that everybody knows already, you know, but not lavdafke, as we know, most people don't have the answer. As I quoted last week, the letter from the Rebbe, the Rebbe says that most of the klotzkashas, the basic you say this, are never asked. And people, even people who know a lot of information, don't have an answer to most fundamental question like that. Why do you need oil and what's the role of oil? So, and I'll add one more question. Was the Chiddush of Chassidus in the Indian of Eir? Did Eir exist in the Sephardic Kabbalah? 
and in the Chesidus Saklolis from the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid, what is the Alter Rebbe Chesidus Chabad Chadish with Eir? So yeah, I'm sure you know in the Maimonim it speaks about the difference in Eir and Shefa. That in the Sifri Kabbalah Rishenim they use the word Shefa. We use the word Eir Chesidus. So the difference is explained. This probably every one of you knows. But uh, the question then is, is just a semantics? I mean, Shefa means a flow. Eir means a reflection. Uh, they're both Musholim. They're both not physical. They're both reflecting a hashpah and hamshacha from a lakus. So why tak is the real difference? I mean, it says Shefa is, uh, is not dovik to the Moir and all those differences. So I'm going to try to address all of that as best as possible in brief. That's always a sign. If you can say it, Bikitzer, it means you understand it better. It takes uh, like a famous uh, guy that wrote a long letter to his friend and said, I apologize, I didn't have time to write a shorter letter. Because to write short takes a lot more time than to say Barichas. And uh, of course, with the main goal at the end is what is Mainf Kamina Bepel, in Aveda Bepel, my Benayu. If there's error, there's no error. So I gave a few Marmikamis in the, in the, in the group. And the first place that really you find the Chiddush of Eir, just for, let's start with just the technicalities, is uh, in Agersa Kedush, Simachov. I should have written that as well, but I assumed that was a given, but I should have written it. Now, Agersa Kedush, Simachov, the Alter Rebbe wrote just a few weeks before his Distalkus. So here comes another thing. If that's where the first time the Alter Rebbe really discusses Eir, it's not the first time. I'll talk about it in a moment. But that's where there's a real, you really see the Chiddush of the Alter Rebbe. It's only two weeks before his Estalkos. That means Hulk Siddish Chabad was there before Gerasakedish Simachov, which itself is an interesting uh, phenomenon, as I'll explain a little bit later. But there are my modern from the Alter Rebbe called Lohoven Inyan Eirein Sof. I think I've counted maybe six or seven such my modern, said different times. So you see that the Alter Rebbe himself went to explain what's the Inyan of Eirein Sof. And each of the Maimorim are different. I'd say one that I'm going to refer to a lot is in Eitzamach Tzedek, in Eiratet and Yonim. And if you've learned Samach Vov, the Maimor Vayelach, Samach Vov, which is one of the fundamental Maimorim, Echsidus Bechlal, is very much based on this Agar Sakedish and on this Lahoven in Eirin Sof from Eitzamach Tzedek. The reason I'm giving the Maimor is, is because, first of all, you can go look it up and you could see more details and see, and second of all, to ground it. And it's not just um, based on chassidish theories, that this is straight from the Alter Reb. In Vayelach Samovov, the Alter Reb Rashab says a very strong expression. He says, That's the first place he hears that the Rebbe says that's a chidish from the Alter Reb in the Inyan Eir. So, what exactly then is this chidish? And as I said, these Maimorim discuss it. But this still needs explanation because when you look at the memoriam, they're a little dense and somewhat even cryptic. So let's start with the question before Eir. In other words, Eir is coming to resolve something. It wouldn't, as I said before, it didn't, wasn't created for no reason. And it doesn't have to be. There's no hechrich. The Shemesh must give off Eir. That's what was created. It has no choice. But it's a nivra. Chaz Shalom to say, the Ebrishter is mukhrich to give off Eir. Chassidus talks about this a lot. The Ebrishter is not mukhrich in anything, not Eir and not Briya, nothing. And there's even an expression, loize ikr al-akush shenesavim emena Eir, loize ikr al-akush shenesavim emena Elamis. That's not even the ikr of the Ebrishter. Even when he chooses, it's not 
reflective of him himself. So then what is it exactly? So the real question, the biggest dilemma of all, which I've mentioned many times, but I'm going to mention here more specifically, is really goes back to a bigger question, and that is, why did they wish to create existence in the first place? Before we ask why there's air, you have to ask why there's anything, period. Why is there mitzvah b'chal? So we all know there's different taimi habriya brought in the mukabalim by the, the Rebbe brings it in the kutesiches chelivov. Shemais, the reason for legalish lemes kechesov says in Eitz Chaim, Eibush wanted to reveal his potential, his his uh, <laughs> abilities. There's the reason liyakiru uh, gedulase or bagindish tamudenbe that there should be someone that recognizes him, makabel that appreciates Eibush. And then there's uh, the ultimate reason, from all the reasons, is Nesava Kodesh Baruch Hu Lies Leis Baruch Dira B'Tachtenim, Al-Terebish Peidek Lamed Vov in Tanya, Nesama Vov, the first Maimon, Tav Shem Beis, the Rosh Hashanah Ma'amorim, that's the places where this is discussed. So let's go with Nesava Kodesh Baruch Hu Lies Leis Baruch Dira B'Tachtenim. That means you need to have Tachtenim, which is, of course, Tachten Shein Tachten Lamatem Men is our world, and you want it to be a dira leizborach. So you need two different things here, which are actually opposites. Dira leizborach and tachtenim are as opposite as it gets. The Altareb explains what's the meaning of tachtenim in Pei Vov. What does he say? It's not tachtenim b'mokim. There's no physical space. It's tachtenim in Gile Elikus or in Helam of Elikus. That is the lowest world as in the deepest Helam. To the point it's a cheshe kofa mechupul, a helam behestin, ad shemole klippus now, what's the, the antithesis? The exact opposite of Ein Eid Mulvade is Aniva Afsiyeid. Ein Eid Mulvade means there's nothing but the Ebishter. Aniva Afsiyeid is nothing but me. So it couldn't be too much more opposites, Dira and Tachten. And yet, this is what's Nesava. And Adrav, the Alter Rebbe, says that the Elemis El Yenim, even though they're also Mitzis, they can't be the Tamabriya because Heilahem Yeridim Erpan of Yisbarach. Different explanations for that. What's relevant to us, it could, it's not, can be the Tach. Atzilas can be Tach Zabriya, because what does the Ebrish to need? A world where you already have Gilei Elikus. What's the Chiddush? Adarab, Gilei Elikus is always in a higher world, not in a lower world. So where's, where's the Tach of the Briya? Tach is Tafkid Tachtein. The Ebrish to wants the mamish opposite of him, so to speak, in Gileim, should be Makir and ultimately be a Didalei Barach. Which is why the Mishkan is built Afghan Elam Haza from Dvarim Gashmim, etc., etc. And really, this is the Tachlis Abriya that for all why the, the Neshama comes down Lamata, Lamail and Ganadin, the Neshama has much higher Hasogis and, and Hergation. Like he says, even a Sadiq Gomor can't compare his Aveda below in a goof, Gashmi and Elam Haza, to uh, how it is Lamail without a goof. And yet, Tachlis Ayridin and Neshama Baguf is to make a Diribit Tachten. Yeah, the Neshama will get an aliyah through it. That's uh, another discussion. So here comes the question. Since the Eberster wanted everything should be in Tachtenim, which means it has to be in the lotion of Chassidus, Gidrea Tachtenim, so it has to make sense to Tachtenim. If you'd say, you know what, these two opposites can come together, how? Kol Yochel. Kol Yochel, so you're back to the Eberster doing it. That's not Tachtenim. So if you say, in other words, to make a Dira B'Tachtenim, you need Kol Yochel, so that's Kayach HaKadosh Baruch. Kayach Baruch. It's not our Kayach. How can Tachtenim reconcile and connect to something that's the opposite of our Hergish, of the Yesh, 
Like you said, at today kachaniva afsiyet. And you don't need rayas. Just look in the mirror, just your own feelings to know. That's the one of the things you don't need a raya for from chassidus that we are yesh. You know, just look at what's most important to you. So how do you explain this? And this is the answer. That this is the question that plagues the from the beginning when Tata was given. This was always a question: How is it done? So generally, the answer is that's why the Eibushter gave Tata mitzvahs. Tata mitzvahs are not man-made. They're the Eibushter's Tata. Chachmasir baruch. So he gave us tools, like he says in Perek Lamadvov, that Ein Eizel Tata Hashem Eiz He gave them the Kayach to make a dinner b'tachtenim by giving them a Kayach Eliki. Now with our pchira through hayigir b'teira and the kima mitzvahs and tefillah and so on, my sin rabbi the seinu, we without those tools can make a dira because we're, we're using the keches of the ebrister. So it's not kol yochel, is the ebrister is giving us these keches, but still, it still begs the question. You still have two opposites here. Fine. So teira teaches us how to and mitzvahs teaches us how to take let's say yad gashmi instead of it being. Yes, you give a yad mechalek as zdoka. You use your hand to give zdoka. You use your head to learn teda, etc. With all the evre haguf and all the keiches nefesh, you use them all. Mahu chanon But that still doesn't explain how tachtenim mamish become a didalei That means that even though there's tachtenim, we have a way back, so to speak. In other words, it's not Tachlis Helen Behester where you can't connect to the Ebrister. You could. The Velt is Tachtenim. But you still don't have an answer. How can you really bring together these two opposites? What you have here is that a human being can connect to the Ebrister. And as I explained, I believe, last week and a number of times here in the Shiurim, that that would explain only Maisa Mitzvahs, like an Eved and a Melech. That even though the Ebrister is a Melech, and Melch Malchem Lachem Kaddish Baruch the human being is an Eved. So the answer is the Eved could be Meshubah to the Ebrister by doing mitzvahs, Maisa mitzvahs. But that's it. Is that called the Dirabit Tachtenim? Or is that called that even though you're in Tachten, you're able to follow what Ebrister wants? So here is where Kabbalah, and it's a strong statement I'm going to say, but it says it's, it says in a number of places that Ebbe speaks about it as well. Kabbalah, and especially Chsidis comes to answer this big, big question. Where is there a place that there's an interface, a mamutza, that is both a lakus mamish, pure lakus, but also something that we can relate to? Because again, if it's atzmus the Ebrister himself, shalei be'erech. And I'll use this language. You may you have heard this before, these terms. You talk about atzmus mamish, so there's an expression, three expressions I use in Chesidus. Some taken from the Rambam and from other places to express how Atzmus is different than Mitzias Hanivroim, and this is critical to the discussion here. The three expressions are that the Ebrus is a Mitzias built to Mitzias Nimtza, whereas everything else is a Mitzias Nimtza. I'll explain in a moment what that means. Second thing is the Ebrus is Mitziyuse Matzmuse. This is actually the Alter Rebbe's own language, not found before in a Gersakedus Simachov, and the third is the Ebrus is Mechuyev Hamitzias. So Nivroim, no matter what Nivroim, Netzalim or Nivroim, everything, even the highest levels of Eireh and Sof, don't have these three elements. Mitzis built everything is Mitzis Nimtza, everything is not Mitzis Matzmuse, which means that it's Mitzis comes from itself, everything has a Mokir. Eireh has a Moir, even the highest levels. 
And finally, mechuyva mitzis means something that must exist. Nothing must exist except atzmos. So this is what really makes the question much bigger. How can we connect to something that we're not? We don't have anything of it within us. Now, what's what is mitzis built in mitzis nimtza mean, and what is mitzis nimtza mean? Mitzis nimtza means, in simple simple terms. When you ask a question, what is it? What exists? How do you know something exists? How do you know this table exists? So the answer most people will say, I see it. I could touch it. I could feel it. I can. Uh, I, my five senses: riyah, shmiyah, reyach, tam, and mishush can relate to it. That's the usual answer. How do you know there's a thing called seichel and uh, or love? The answer is I can't touch it, but I experience it. You know, when you think, you know there's seichel. We can communicate with each other seichelic ideas. You have hergeshim, midas, ava, or other feelings. So there you have other tools to know. So in other words, everything that what we call mitzias nimtza means that it has to have some way that you define it. It has to have a measure, terms that you define it, whether it's a physical space or it's conceptual space. No, so everything has a way that you define it. If you say something exists, and I ask you, tell me what is its parameters? Define it for me. And you say I can't define it. I would say it doesn't exist. That's what you would say. It's not nimtza. So everything in life, and everything in kal say deshtalus, is in the gather of mitzvahs nimtza because it's defined. And definition means it's this and it's not that. It's a table and it's not a chair. It's an apple and it's not an orange. It's air. And it's not a keli. It's keli and not a er. That means a definition. What about atzmus? You can't say that atzmus is defined in any way. You can't say, therefore, that he's a mitzvah nimtza the way we define a mitzvah nimtza. You also can't say that God doesn't exist. So there's an expression that Ambam uses in Meir Nevuchim and cited in Chesidus in many places. It's a mitzvah, but it's a mitzvah built in mitzvah nimtza. Basically, he's saying it's, a, it's not not existent. You can't say it's existent like everything else. You can't say it doesn't exist. So you say it doesn't, doesn't exist, basically. That's what it means. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around it, but you could do it through, through shlila, yediyasa shlila, by seeing like and anything in this world or anything in existence. If I said to you, how many trees are in there in the world? You'd say, let's say there's a billion trees in the world. I don't know if that's even accurate. I didn't look it up. And then I would tell you, you know what? It's a billion minus one. You wouldn't be say, oh, you know, that's impossible. Why? Because no tree has to exist. As a matter of fact, all the billion trees could disappear, and that's that. But, but there's nothing that must be. There's no mechuyiv. I'm going to the second definition. Mechuyiv hametzias. Everything could be, could not exist. You were born. They just wanted you to be born. If you were never born, no one would even know about it, because no one's missing you because you weren't expected. So everything that exists had a period when it didn't exist. And it doesn't have to exist. It, yes, the Ebrister could say, I want you to be here, and therefore you have to be here. But that's because the Ratz Nashem, not on its own. There's nothing that you can look in this world and say, if it didn't exist, I, I'd be shocked. Or the, the, everything, was, no, there's nothing such a thing. There's no such thing as Everything is here and has a purpose. I'm not saying it doesn't have a purpose. But it's here, but it, but it doesn't have anything about the mitzvahs of itself that says it has to be. And finally, the third thing, even though I said it in the second order, mitzvahs Musa, that's the easiest. Mitzvahs Musa says the Alter Rebbe, 
means that the mitzvah itself comes from within itself. Basically, it creates itself. I don't want to use the word create because you can't say that in the Ebershter, but its existence comes because it has to exist from within itself. Nothing is like that because everything has a mocker. You have parents, your parents have parents. Everything has a, something that put it here. Even the Damon Tzameyachayim or anything in existence has to have something that put it there. Even Eir, as I said before, has to have the Mahava Eir, has to have the Mokada Eir. So here makes the question, therefore, much stronger now. Can we connect to Atmos on those levels, those three, the three, the, the Atmos that's different than in us in every possible way? So the easiest answer would be, no, we can't. We can't, we can't connect. So rest at peace that you can only reach the Elokus that's in the gather of Metzius Nimtze, or a lukuz that's in the gather that relates to a Metzius that's not Mechuyiv a Metzius, and a Metzius that's not Metzius Simatz Musi. However, and this is interesting, this, there's no mocker for this, but as the Rebbe said once in a Fabrengen, that we want to connect all the way to Atzmus itself. Now there are rayas for it. I mentioned last week the rayas when you say Atar Reis Ladas, now those rayas are not muhrik that it's atmus mamish. You could always say vahafta is the dargis of alakuz that we relate to. Or Yedaita only to a certain connection. But it's very clear from Chsidis Chabad, especially, that there wants to be a connection all the way to Atmus. So here's where the dilemma is. How can you explain such a thing without using Kol Yochel? And that's where Eirein Sof comes into play. That in order for the Eberstadt to create an existence, number one, that can make sense to us, an existence that's completely Shalei Be'erich to him, and number two, an, an, a, a way that we can connect to the Eberstadt on our terms, Tachtenim, that doesn't require a Kol Yochel power. So the Eberstadt wanted to create something, put something in place that will allow Let's call it a place like uh, like the Beloshan Apostolic when they added to Lachashama. What's the Apostolic say about the Mishkin? The Abishtah says to Mesha, build a Mishkin. When they added to Lachashama, I will meet you there. It's a meeting place. And we also know Nayadati is from the word Yud. It's more than just a meeting place. It's like the word Moyed comes from that. And or like a Moyed as in a Yomtev. It's a meeting place in time. And the Nayadati also comes from the word Yud as in marriage. It's intimacy. But basically, Eirei Sof, as we'll talk about in a few moments, is essentially a, a nivra of the Eberstah, especially using the word nivra, even though you could say, one second, Eirei is not a nivra, it's Eirei Moir. But there's an aspect that it is a creation because it didn't have to be, so the Eberstah wanted it. But it's a metzius that is, has a paradox to it. It's like the classic uh, meturgamen, if you wish. Not literally a translator, but on one hand, it's Kuli Elikus. Eir doesn't have anything of its own. Eir is completely bottled to the Moir, has no Rotsen, La'atzmei, even Eir Gashmi. It's completely Me'in HaMoir and bottled to the Moir. It's not the Moir, but it's completely nothing but Elikus. On the other hand, it's already Mitzis Nimtza. That's the big, big Chiddush. It's not Mitzis Nimtza. It's not built in Mitzis Nimtza. It's not Mechuyiv HaMitzis. So this paradox is the essence of Eir. Now, once you have this, now you have a place at least that we can talk about. It's still high levels. There's still going to be, need to be a tzimtzum and a lot of other things before we can relate to this ayr. 
but you have at least something that's not atmos, but it's also not not atmos. And that creates the ultimate space, if you wish, space. You know, I like to envision it sometimes if you want to use it. So since we have Seichel Gashmi, we have to sometimes imagine things. So think of it like a uh, an infinite quilt. I don't know if you know what a quilt is. Like an infinite blanket. With Abish to create what we would call in uh, physics, they would call it a field of energy. You know, a <laughs> field of energy that does not have any shape, has no form, there's no spheres, there's not even a rots in there. So this emphasized, this is all before anything that you can define. It's a pshitas dika, it is composed betachas apshitas, and yet it's not pure atzmus, as in the mitzvah is built in mitzvah snimtza, and it's not not atzmus, because it doesn't have any mitzvah la atzme. Basically, if you want to put it in, in, in practical terms, the Abish created the concept of bittel, mitzvah ha bittel. So, air really, even though we translate air energy, some translate as light, you know, all these translations are correct technically, but what does it mean, light? You know, sunlight, um, uh, um, uh, daylight, a flame gives off light. What does it mean by light? You say the word light, it's not, you can't just get away by saying there's, there's God and God gave off light, as always the translations you'll hear in any class on earth. What does it mean, give off light? So the example is okay, just like the Shemesh is the Etzema Shemesh and the light reflects or reveals. In that sense, it's correct. It's Hispastus, it's a Gilui. So the first thing is Eir is Kolmohuse is Bittel. And the second thing, Eir Kolinyane is Gilui. Gilui. Now, Gilui doesn't mean the opposite of Helam in this case. Because Gilui could also be Megala Koyach Helam. Gilui means that the Abishta now created an entity that is subject to expression. And I'll just use a Moshal Gashmi, which doesn't mamish give this Moshal, but it's Mashma like this in a lot of places. Every person here, every one of you, we all have a nefesh. We're called the etzema nefesh. You know, we all know the expression, etzema nefesh. Etzema nefesh on its own is something you can't touch, you can't define, you can't even, you can't even um, relate to it. It's just there behind the scenes. So what do we relate to? We relate to the erha nefesh. The nefesh as it expresses itself. Now it can express itself, based from Chloe, it gives you life. The Chai is Kloli, called the Chai is Kloli. It's in you that gives you life from head to toe. You're a living human being. After the nefesh and the goof separate, the body's no longer alive. So it's like a force, you could call it electricity, energy, light, whatever you want to call it. But that's not enough. In the Eir nefesh, there's also Kechis nefesh. As Alter Rebbe says in Peri Gimel and Tanya, that's called Mekechis Esu Kechis. What are the esekeches? Chachme, Chabad, Chagas, Nehim. And these are the faculties through which the nefesh expresses itself. Now just let's imagine for a moment that we only had etzema nefesh and there's no oir. And there's no keches nefesh. What would life be like? Would it be like that you and I can never communicate with each other? Two people can never connect. There's no relationships. Because all there is is etzema nefesh here and etzema nefesh here and that's it. There's no, it doesn't manifest in any way. It doesn't express itself. And definitely not in details. Now, on the other hand, people can speak to each other like we're doing now. And you're speaking doesn't mean you're speaking things from your SMA Nefesh. You can be speaking about Narishkaiten too. What the weather is like. Sports. I'm not talking about necessarily Dvorim Asurim. Dvorim Talim. Stop. 
Now, the ultimate communication, the ultimate connection between two individuals is when you're able to express your etzim nefesh through the keiches nefesh through machshava dibur ma'isa, and then you have what's called nafshik shuri benafshi, or the Friedrich Rebbe explains yechidus. When you went to yechidus to the Rebbe, it was yechida of the chosid meeting yechida of the Rebbe, or other such expressions, or even when we say soulmates. What's ultimately soulmates? Not just two people who are friends. There's a hoyel lebosod echad. They become one flesh. Why? Because they were both zochin nekeva bara esam. They were both part of one entity. The Ebrister then split them into two. So the Tselem Alekim is complete when you have the Zohar and the Keva come together. It's just a, a plagufa, soulmates as they say it, however you want to express it. The point I'm making here is that if you have Etzem without Oyer, you don't have a relationship that we can understand. Again, Kol Yochel, the Ebrister can do anything. He can create us and have a relationship with us and we have no clue how. That's not Tachtein. That defies, that goes against Tachtein. That goes against every rule that we know. So Eir becomes basically the Ebrister's creation of something where the built-in Metzius Nimtza has now manifested in the Metzius Nimtza, which is uh, which, which leaves room now for anything that will be come afterwards will all be a Metzius Nimtza, but through Eir it connects all the way to the market to Atmos itself. This is the general explanation. Now, there's still some dilemmas here, obviously. It's not to uh, solve. If it was so simple, we wouldn't need to have hundreds of my modem on this topic. Um, because here comes a question. You can just say, okay, this carries over the question only for number one. Fine. You now explain how there's a, 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 a darge, so to speak, a level that's not asmus, but it's also not a nivra, because it's bottled completely to asmus. But then where is Milta Metzius Nimtza and Metzius Nimtza connect between Eir and Atmos, because Atmos still remains removed, as the Maimonim speak about, that Eir is as distant from Atmos as the Yesh Gashmi, when you talk about built in Metzius Nimtza, because the Eir, the Eibist is not a Moir, it's not Mugdir in being a Moir. The sunlight reveals the sun. So it has something in common. It's Takesh Be'erech, it's a Ha'ara, but it's sunlight, it's not moonlight. It's not a tree, it's not a stone. But the Eibist, you can't say the Eir is a reflection of the very nature of Atmos, because Atmos is Shalei Berach to Eir too. I mentioned before, Loiza Ikeda Lakush and Savaman Eir. Question number one. Number two is okay, so how did, how did the Mukabal stand before Chsidis? If, if you need Eir and the Alta Rebbe's Chidish is an Inya A, like I mentioned from Vayelach, how do they understand it? So here I'm going to summarize the Maim of Vayelach, Samachvav now. Briefly, which, as I said, is Miyusad on Samach Tzedek's Lahoven, actually the Alter Rebbe, but Samach Tzedek's Hanoche of, or explanation of Lahoven in Eirein Sof. And he speaks, answers this direct question of what, what is the Chiddush of the Alter Rebbe in Eir, Legabe, the Mukobolim, Harashenim. And he primarily talks about two different opinions, the Ramak, Ramesha Cardivero, and Rameh, who they were contemporaries. And there's a, the discussion is exactly this issue, this mamutza between a lakus and velt, or lakus and mitzias. They don't use the language built in mitzias nimtza, just for the record. So clearly they're speaking maybe on a lower level. But regardless, the machlekas that they have is regarding this, this connection between a lakus and mitzias elements. 
So in Kabbalah, the big level that's important to know is the level of Keser. Keser in language Belaz is Rotzen. Rotzen Hashem. So here's the dis- disagreement. Is Keser Ein Sof or not? There's a whole Ramak, there's a whole uh, section in the Pardis of the Ramak, a whole, a whole uh, Shar, where he talks about Ima Keser Hua Ein Sof. And he brings them different Mukabalim on this. Is it Ein Sof or is it Gvul, basically? Is it one of the spheres, like in a, as, as a a limited damshacha, or is it ainsof, which means referring to the Ebushta himself, ainsof. And the and in different words, is the Ratzon Hashem like the Ebushta, or is the Ratzon Hashem more like a creation? And the difference is, each one has a mile over the other. If Keser is ainsof, so then there's a connection to ainsof. That means we can connect to the Ebushta through his Ratzon. On the other hand, to say that Rotson is Ein Sof would be saying that the Ebrister is Mugder in a Gedder called Rotson. Rotson is a Gedder. We mentioned before, no matter what, it's a definition. Rotson is not Tainuk. Rotson is not Chachme. Rotson is a Gedder. To say that Atmos, even though they don't use the word Atmos, they use the word Ein Sof, is Rotson is a problem. So the Ramah goes, you can't say Rotson is Ein Sof. You could say Ein Sof wants to have a Rotson, basically a Rotson to a Rotson in Kavyochl. The Rameh, on the other hand, says that Ainsof is Ratzin. The difference would be, like in any Mamutza, one, you're connecting more to the Ebrister, but it's not about the Nivroim so much. You have to basically be Mavat yourself to connect there because a Nivra is not one with Ainsof. On the other hand, if Ratzin is not Ainsof, so we connect to Ratzin because Ratzin relates to us, Ratzin Hashem, Ratzin Hashem, that he wants to have a, a Nivra, he wants to have a Tselem Alekim. And he wants to give us Tehra and Mitzvahs. And the Vayelach, he goes back and forth about the mile of each of these opinions. And that's where he says, that the Alter Rebbe comes and adds one dimension that they both don't talk about. By them, it's either Einsof or Ratzin, or Einsof and Keser. And they, the Alter Rebbe adds between the two, Eir Einsof. That once you have Eir, so the Lashon there is Narviach, he says, we have both miles. On one hand, it's not a darga. It's not like Ratzin that has a tziur. On the other hand, it's also not Atmos. So basically, he says it has both milas on both these shittis and Kabbalah. So what do you have? What's the conclusion from this? Is that Eir is a whole darga that is a fascinating one because in some ways, it does something that Kaviochal Atmos itself doesn't do. Even though it is completely from Atmos, but it's able that Atmos is able to do two things at once: bring so-called his kavyochel core built-in mitzvahs nimtza and mitzvahsim atzmusim mechuyev mitzvahs personality into a mitzvahs nimtza. And the reason that's possible is because it is a bottle betachlis habitl, poshut betachlis habshitas, and that's the key key thing. That before the Alter Rebbe, you don't have that music spelled out so much. Now, it's not to say they didn't know it. Maybe they did know it. It's like, like Mishnah and Gemara. Everything has its time. But the bottom line is, in Chizus Chabad, this is the main, main Chiddush. Now, to answer the question, the other question I asked, which is, so where does Eir meet Atzmus, so to speak? Since it's built in Mitzis Nimtza, Eir is Mitzis Nimtza, so what did we really accomplish? We moved out of Atzmus, so to speak, and we're now into another gather, which is called Mitzias Nimtza, 
It's not Mukhiv Amitsiyas and so on. So you probably have heard the Lush in some Amarim. He says it also in Bayelach, some above, that there's a level of Uyr that's called Ba'atmus and it's Kodim Kikad Muse. For this expression, Kodim Kikad Muse. It's a very strong statement. And I'll introduce another expression that also says in the same Amarim that he said there's a thing called Kodmo Aheder and there's Ke'en Shekodmo Aheder. What does that mean? That, for example, you could say that Eir was here always, from the beginning, or beginning, from whenever the Eberster wants it to be, it was always there. But still, it's Ke'en Kodmo Aheder because it doesn't have to be. In Inyan, it has a Sibah and a Mesubah. The Sibah is Asmus and Eir is a Mesubah. So even though the Mesubah could be always there, but it's still, it's not the mocker. You can't say that the beira is air. You could say air carries the kayach So in Anoichi Samach Zayin, also in Hemshuk Samach Vav, Anoichi Tafre Samach Zayin, the Alter Rebbe Rashab asks the question, since air is shalei berech ta'atzmus, just like everything else, so what did we gain with air? Why can't we then so say that it's kol yochel again, the Ebrister kol yochel, so then what does Eir accomplish, so to speak, since it's also not Atzmus, and Shalei Berach to Atzmus? So he answers there, he says three reasons. He says, Aleph Beis Gimel, three reasons. I'm not going to go through all the reasons, but I'll just give you the, the, the summation of it. What he comes away and says is that the Ebrister wanted everything to be Beseder V'Hadrag. This is the second reason he gives. He wanted everything to be organized. In other words, to say that there'd be a leap, Atmos creates Tachtenim, and there's no air, and there's no Seder Stalsus, and nothing, that would be like saying, your Etzim HaNefesh communicates with mine without Keiches HaNefesh, without Machshavah Dibiramais, without anything. It's a completely illogical, impossible to understand. Since he wanted it to be Apisechel, so he wanted it to be in an orderly way, so the first step is create a Darge that's Takeshalei Be'erech, but at least it's not Heipach of Atmos. Because Eir has no mitzvahs except Atzmus. It's completely bottled with Tachas Abitl. So from the, from the point of view of Atzmus, Taka Eir is Shalei Berech. But from the point of view of Eir, Eir is completely bottled with mitzvahs to the Eberster. It's, it's almost just to give it more a little more tangible uh, expression. It's a little what it says in the Sikh, it's the time of Kedach. What did Kedach say? Maduat Tisnasu. Right? Why do we need a Moshe and Aden and leaders? Everybody is holy. So what do we call? What do we need teachers? What do we need Rosh Hashiva? What do you need Alamdim? What do you need a Rebbe for? Everybody is a chelik alakam imal mamish. It's connected straight to the Ebrish. What do you need to have all these uh, so-called memutsayim? And we know in Teda, we have no, everybody connects straight to the Ebrish. So the answer is the same question. I remember once we wrote to the Rebbe, similar question about something else. And the Rebbe said, according to your question, what do you need Atzilus for? What do you need Bria for? Then the El Mazah Gashmi was created by the Abishta. What do we need Atsilus for? Same thing, what do you need Eir? Because you need something that reflects Alakus. Kedach's mistake was that yes, call the no problem. But how do they connect Mitzidom on their level? So you need to have Chinuch, you need to learn, so you need to have a teacher, you need to have a Rav. You need to grow level by level, etc. That's the way it is. If not, it would be not the Seder It would be a leap, which wouldn't make sense to us. It would be like saying someone was born 
As soon as they're born, they're a gone, a gone Adir. There's no such thing. Even the grass to God, even the Alta Rebbe, and all the greatest Ga'inim were born as children. Yes, they had the potential in the Keiches, Butzim, Butzim, Akat, Fiyadiyah, etc. But they had to go through Yigiyah. They learned and they grow and they so on. So they grew faster. And when they, even when they were young, they were already seen as being Yiluyim, etc. So to bring it back to, say, the Shtalshul, is the same thing in the Elam, Kotten, Zaodam is also in the big picture. Oyer is essentially the first step, because it's not in anyway, Without Oyer is completely always dovuk and bottled to the Moir. All the Maimorim, that's what they talk about. The question is the level of Dveikus and lower levels, higher levels, but Oyer never loses its personality as always. If there's Oyer, there's a Moir. The Yesh is not like that. The Yesh Aniver does not say if there's a Yesh, there's a there's a Boira. Yeshechel is Mechayevit. It doesn't, Begilu, it's not that way. If you see sunlight, you don't have to see the sun. You know there's a sun. So if you see an expression, you know that right away it's coming from somewhere. So what Eir introduces is the concept of Bitler and Gilui that we can relate to. And on the highest levels, all it is is a reflection of Atmos. And this leads me now to the final point with the Kodem Kikad Musa. Because of its Bittl, this is one of the big Chidushim Moshech that Bittl doesn't mean that you lose everything and you become annihilated. It's not like Heishi that's boy and the Malach burns up. It's much deeper than that. Bittl means that when you're bottled to your Mokir, you become part of the Mokir. As a matter of fact, you become an extension of the Mokir. There's an expression that Rebbe... I heard this from Abiel um, and the Maimer of Tzadik, Hamshar Tzadik Dalad from the Friedrich Rebbe. So he talks about Ruchnius and Eir, some of the themes I'm talking about here as well. And, the, and the, I'm not sure if the Rebbe said the expression or that was, was understood in Yechidus when the Rebbe was explaining how other that he wrote in that Maimer. There's an order about Machsas Hashekel. Not here in the Gei here so much. I spoke about it last Sunday. They had the, for the Shleshim a symposium on Agdus. So the expression was, which is mind-blowing expression, Bittl Kenish Bottle then. That's what the Rebbe said. Or at least the Belashan or the Teichen. Bittl Kenish Bottle then. Think about that. Everything in this world can be bottled. Just as it has a scholar, it has a sof. Everything was born, dies. That's how it is. That's the gathered of a Metzius, as I said before. But bit, what about Bittl? Bittle can is bottle then, you know why? Because the more it's bottled, the more it becomes an existence. It's whole mitzias is bitl. Now, if you apply that to Eir Sof, so the bitl of Eir is akhidekach, that it assumes the personality of the thing that it's bottled to. So though you can't say that Eir is Atmos, but because of its bitl, it becomes just like Atmos. Because there's to say two things become like one if the thing is a mitzvah. But if it's calling Yanni's bitl, to put it in simple English, if you dedicate it to something, to yourself, so you're as strong as you are. But if you're dedicated to a cause, or you're dedicated to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe is in Yanim, so you become then an extension of those in Yanim. Now, if those in Yanim happen to be Nitzchim, so you become an extension of Nitzchis. Not that you mitzvah atzmei are Nitzchi. It's your bitl that allows you to become what we call in simple English a transparent channel that's not getting in the way. So the only thing is you're like an extension of the flow of whatever your mukad is. If you're bottle, that's the tanai. 
There's a very interesting letter in Tovshin Chavov. It was a hundred years from the Tzemach Tzedek's uh, Stalkus. Pesach, Yud Gimel, uh, uh, Gimel uh, Nissen. So in the letter that Rebbe writes, the whole letter is about the Tzemach Tzedek. And he brings out the Tzemach Tzedek. Like he gives maybe ten titles. It was a Gon and a Mokubal and a Rebbe and a Manik. A Gansa, the whole thing. And says, and we have to learn from the Tzemach Tzedek. Then the Rebbe asks a question and says, Mi Yidme, Mi Yishvile. How can we learn from a person of that caliber? There's nothing comparable. And the Rebbe gives a marshal. It's an interesting marshal. He says that um, just like the ocean reflects the sun, so too every drop of water reflects the whole sun. Not less than the entire ocean. You take a drop of water, it reflects the the moir, the the sun, just like the ocean. But the Rebbe says there are three tnoim. The water has to be rain, um, uh, what was that? Just remember, rain. Um, um, he uses three words in Yiddish. Rain, chlor, rain, and unzavzay neged hashemesh has to face the shemesh. In other words, the water has to be bottled. If the water is not clean, has some dirt in it, it's not going to reflect the sun. If it's not clear and transparent, also won't. And if it's not facing the sun, obviously it's not going to be. In other words, if it's not bottled like it's makushar to the mokka. So the Rebbe says. So I always thought of it that if you think about it, it's mamish what Eirei Sof is. Eirei Sof is a pure, without any other agenda, not even a rotzen, not even sviris, not even sviris ain't kets, Chassidus talks about. It's a pure reflection of its mokir. So though it's a mitzis nimtza on its own, but if it's a pure reflection of built Mitzvah Nimtza, it will give us also a taste of built Mitzvah Nimtza. Not Mitzvah It will be exactly like a shliach. Shluchish Lodin Kamese. He can bring the Rebbe to another person. He's not the Rebbe. No one shliach will ever say he's the Rebbe. But his bitl to the Rebbe allows him to be a like a Yad Arucha, like he's like an extension. That's just how you apply it in, uh, in Pale Mamish. So Eir ultimately, therefore, has that element. So besides being a so-called memutza, a place now where Mitzvah Nimtza can connect Elokus in the purest and the highest levels, more than that, it's also a dugmachaya, so to speak, for Bittl. The ultimate bit, when you learn about Eir, you're learning really what is true Bittl. And for a yesh like us, a yesh anivra, which our mokir is from Amatsusim, Atzmusim, from Atzmus, like the Alter Rebbe says, Nageres Kedis Simachov. But he says that the Abish creates this yesh through Eir. And he says the Eloshan, Eir Me'ena Moir. Since Eir is Me'ena Moir, it can carry the Koyacha Bria. Jahula Vade Bekechevi Yacholte. Only the Abish can create yesh, Ma'ay. The Ephes Hamuchlet, She'en Le'ilu Vesiba, like he says there. Who carries it, however? Eir. Because it is, a, is, so to speak, a shliach without any agendas. It has no other thing except following whatever the mocker wants it to do. So Bamela Eir carries this and becomes a dogma for us that we can relate to. You want to have an example of Bithel? Look at Eir. So with that, you have some picture about what the role of Eir is, what its uh, purpose is, and why the Ebishter created it. I want to just conclude on a, I mean, I already said a practical application. But the real chiddush, of course, is that we're not become, we're not oir. We are a yesh. The Ebishter didn't create us as oir. 
you're not a walking dugmachaya like Ovisena Merkava. When you look at you, you look, you see the Moir. At least I think most of us are not in that Madre. We're not created to be that way. We're created to be Befedisha Yesh, Yesh Anivra. However, the biggest Chidush is that through our Aveda, we combine both Milas. The Mile of a Yesh, a Yesh that behaves like Oyer. So the ultimate purpose of Oyer is that we incorporate it in our lives, and that's through Bittl. It's really bottom line is bitl, the asad of everything. You know, the whole concept of shlichus. And I don't just mean it as a card-carrying member of shliach. I mean to say the concept that the Rebbe says or a shliach is. Well, the Rebbe says in Lekutetera, in Vayikra, something pretty uh, mind-blowing. Long before we understood the concept of shliach, the Rebbe, Alta Rebbe says that everything that's not atzmus is a shliach. Because Oyer Ein Sof itself is a shliach of the Ebesh to, to carry. He says that the word shliach. And shluchishal adam kamei and he adds mamish. It's all the kutatere vayikra. So anything that's not the mokad itself is already a shliach. So now you apply that to our personal aveda. You know, we're zeichet to be the rebbe's tamidim and children and shluchim. No matter what you end up doing, the rebbe's a shliach. What does it really mean? It means you're a yesh. Like the rebbe says in all the sikhs, what does he say? He says a shliach has to have two hofchim. Mamish, like I started out, hofchim. On one hand, a shliach must be a bardas, a cheresheit of a cotton can be a shliach. A child can be a shliach. You can't have a shliach has to be an independent entity that its own volition chose to be your shliach. So it has to be mamash adover nifrid b'fneatzmei. But at the same time, it has to be completely bottled to the mashaleach. If there's moyal b'shlichuse, if in any way changes, or he thinks he's a shutif, not a shliach, he is bottle shlichuse, because he's no longer an extension. So if you put it in the aces that we spoke about here now, it's a yesh that behaves like oyer, a yesh that chooses to be completely bottled to the mocker, to atzmus, or to the mashalech in this, in this example, and fulfills, even though it has its own day b'fne atzme, it's mechaven, and all its inyan is to fulfill what this mashalech wants it to do which is the biggest chiddush of all, because for air to be bottle doesn't take any work. Air is created as bitl. Air Hashem doesn't have to work on becoming bottle. So by us, it takes a lot of work. But that creates ultimately the chibur, where you really have, when you say, that's built in the but it's a, it's, and at the same time, and it's in tachtenim, and at the same time, it's begili like Adira, because you have the combination of the Yesh, who's chosen through Araveda to be, be like Eira Laki, to be completely bought. Mashiach comes, that's when it'll be Beshlemus, both Milas. There'll be Befedish Atachten, but the Tachten will be radiating. Like the Rebbe says, Venigal Kveid Hashem called Basar, not called Ene Basar. Basar itself, the Yesh itself, will see Alakus Nigla. That's the Kibber of Yesha and Eir. Okay. Thank you. Everyone have a great day.